Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is going to be an absolutely incredible episode. I am so excited to share it with you. We have music reviewer and critic Hope Orr joining us to discuss the new Harry Styles album, Harry's House. Uh, this is incredible. I'm a huge Harry Styles fan. If you guys didn't know that already, uh, I've spent the last week listening to the new album. And so we discussed our impressions of it, its themes, and our favorite songs on it. We also share our experiences attending Harry Styles concerts. I went to one by myself back in 2017 here in Chicago at the United Center. Uh, I talk about that and Hope spent to two other shows of his. And actually, while we were recording this, she was in line for tickets for his uh, L.A. show. And uh, <laughs> that's what they do now. It's a, the E-line now. So uh, we discussed that. We discussed just like we've never seen an artist do this before, but just like have residencies. Being at a level where you can just like post up and have residencies in cities for like five, 15 nights and just like, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna gonna play here. It's really incredible, and uh, the economics and market of Harry Styles. But uh, in this episode, we explore so many things: the meanings behind particular songs, Harry growing into himself as an artist and human being, and how the pandemic played a large role in his reflection and pursuit of deepening relationships. Hope also describes her experience waiting in line for four hours at the Harry Styles pop up. In Chicago on Michigan Avenue, this is a fantastic episode. We are in a new era of Harry Styles, and we are here for it. So excited. You can follow Hope on Instagram at Hope underscore Koala. All right, let's get into it. I should say, too, we recorded this at Blue Sushi Saki Grill because there's a song on the album called Music for a sushi restaurant. So we thought, you know, that'd be that'd be interesting. That'd be fun to record it here. Uh, so we do have the video on YouTube. You can check it out. A lot of fun. Let's begin. Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is. This is going to be an incredible episode. I'm so excited. I'm to, excited too. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so Hope Orr is with us. Why don't you briefly introduce yourself? Oh, hello. I'm Hope Orr. I am a friend of Rich's. I am a big music lover and write music reviews on the side for my life. So I'm a music critic, basically. And we're big Harry Styles fans. Massive Harry Styles fans. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be reviewing Harry Styles' new album, Harry's House. And uh, we're actually sitting here in a sushi restaurant. Yes. At Blue. Yeah, we're at Blue, Blue sushi, sushi and Saki Grill in Chicago, in Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, Chicago. Uh, what are What are you drinking? I have a raspberry mojito that is delicious. I'm drinking. It's called Naked and Famous, with mezcal and yellow chartreuse, mm. aperol. Perfect summer cocktails we have here. Oh, this is fantastic. Awesome. Just like Harry's new album. Absolutely. Harry's house. I don't think there's a single skip on the album, personally. Every time I listen to it, I'm listening to the whole thing all the way through. Okay, so let's let's break this down. Now, even before we were recording just now, you you are in line for Harry yeah. Styles tickets on I am. your phone. I am. I got verified fan presale for 
a show in LA through Ticketmaster and I logged on like literally right when the waiting room started. I was 2,000th in line. 2,000th in line. And then I finally got there. It took like a good 15 minutes probably to get there and then I got there and then the nosebleed seats are $1,000. $1,000. So okay, uh, let's back up here. Okay, so Harry Styles came out with a new album uh, on May 20th. Yes. And he announced tour sales. But this is this is like the first time I've seen artists do this where it's like he's just he's going to play 5 shows in Chicago, mm-hmm. 15 shows in New York and 15 shows in LA. Yes, 15 in LA. And then he's doing, I believe, it was 5 in Austin and 2 in Toronto. I've never seen an artist, maybe I'm just like naive about it, but I've never seen an artist just be like, or really probably have the economic clout. To, the fans will come to me. Be like, you know what, I'm just going to chill in New York for 15 <laughs> <Ten> days. days. <laughs> and the fans will Usually come to me. Usually you're always, you have to hit up the next city yeah. and the next. It's very different. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this either. He's just doing residencies and like residencies. regions. Just different regions, basically. Not even really all of them, you know? That's like, yeah, that's like the first time I've ever seen it in mm-hmm. the music industry. Yeah. I've been, I'm on, I'm deep on Harry Styles' TikTok, and a lot of the okay. fans think that it has, like, he might be filming a movie or something during that time, so we can't fully tour the album yet. A lot of people have that speculation. How, how deep are these, like, Harry Styles? There's uh, so many. <laughs> the theories. <laughs> Oh, there's so many different opinions. I mean, everyone's kind of speculating like he must be filming a movie because I believe he's in the middle of filming a movie right now. And the logistics and the coordination of a single individual, or the, everybody coordinating around this one single individual, mm-hmm. um, it's pretty incredible. I mean, we can we can go in so many different directions with Harry Styles. Uh, but why don't we circle back to this album. the album? Yes. So it came out. What were your first impressions? Um, right away, I listened to it at midnight when it dropped. I was there. Um, and I, I was I there. I stayed up and I listened to it at midnight. And right away, just because like the first song on the the first track on the album, music for a sushi restaurant, is so it's so much fun, and it immediately brings you into like it feels different immediately. But it also I feel like if you listen to like from the song Fine Line and like played music for a sushi restaurant and started it right away. I feel like they they go together. Like one does lead into the other. Okay. But it can I feel like music for a sushi restaurant opens like this new era of Harry being himself. Wow. Mm-hmm. But first impressions, I loved it. I was dancing, jumping in my room. My neighbors probably hated me, but I was I was very happy. Instantly happy. Think? Something I noticed on uh, music in a sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. For a sushi restaurant? Yes, music for a sushi restaurant. Was the brass. Absolutely. The trumpets and how just there's, like... Yeah, there's a huge like horn section completely. Yeah. It's incredible. I feel like hearing stuff like that, like... I feel like with every album, Harry comes into being more of himself. And like you always hear him talk about these influences that he has in like Stevie Wonder or Elton John. And I feel like maybe now you can really see that. Because he like, is dabbling into like not just being a pop star, you know? It feels like yeah. more than that. Stuff I've read about him, and it makes sense to me, 
seems like he's influenced. I watched this interview when he was on Howard Stern mm, yeah. about uh, the song Sledgehammer and how he thinks it's the best mixed song recorded. Really? So I think mm. there's a lot of, uh, like the Peter Gabriel, the like he's mentioned like Paul McCartney in yeah. Wings in Absolutely. some some episodes. Like this like mid-tempo, very clean and crisp sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, do you, does it sound kind of like the 80s a little bit or like what kind of? It absolutely feels a very, it feels very much like big 80s influence, absolutely. Cause, but yeah, it feels very much like 80s influence and like you can definitely hear his voice the most out of everything that you're hearing, but there always is like these big instrumental sections. And like, yeah. I'm glad you brought up Sledgehammer cause Sledgehammer is almost what I immediately thought of when I first heard music yeah. for a sushi restaurant. Yeah. Like that comparison, like yeah. Sledgehammer has a huge like synth horn solo and so yeah. does sushi restaurant. Okay, so your overall impression is like Harry's stepping into this kind of new, he's becoming more and more comfortable with himself. Absolutely. Or just maybe, as like someone who came from like the One Direction days, I always go back and forth of thinking like, Harry's just still like a growing human being and like probably figuring out more of what his own personal style is. Like he's either figuring it out or maybe he was always this person and just couldn't be that person in a boy band. And maybe he's yeah. just slowly testing the waters to fully get there. Did you watch his uh, recent interview with Zane Lowe? I did, Of yes. Apple Music? I did. I think it was really interesting how yeah. he... One... Harry Styles is hotter than the sun right now. And yet, yep. he's focusing. You can tell that he's like... He thinks very consciously about Everything finding balance. Yeah. And like they discuss like the pandemic and the opportunity it allowed where he described it as like with Fine Line, that album. Mm-hmm. He said it felt like it was like sending his kid off to school. Uh-huh. Whereas like, you know, as a parent you sit you send your kid off to school and then come home, but then you hear other people say, "Oh, your kid is so great. We really enjoy him." And Whereas, you're like, like, I don't know this version of my kid. Yeah. It's like you don't have to be there. He didn't have to like mm-hmm. make the tour of, "Hey, this is my new album," Absolutely. and it was less about him and more about creating something and then just putting it out putting and it then there. whatever happens happens. Yeah. I mean, there was a full plan tour for Fine Line, you know, that yeah. got postponed for two years. So. Yeah. But, like, that is kind of interesting to see. His drop fine line December of 2019 and didn't even get to start the tour yet. Yeah. Before. So, so like, wild. It is wild. But Tickets I, for that for that were expensive as all hell, too. He, t- he discussed in that interview a lot of his appreciation of being in the position where he is now, but with One Direction, mm-hmm. you know, it was, like, always on the go, 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 yeah. and... He's at a point, he's not gonna really say this, but he's so popular now that like, he can be in that echelon where he, he talked about the uh, the constant like news feed and in the music industry, if you're not constantly just putting stuff out, then you get lost and forgotten. Yeah. But, but he's talking about he's like the best that. people. Yeah. 
They don't do that. They don't do that. They don't have to do that. But that's, like, an interesting concept to bring up because, like, One Direction released five albums in, like, five years. Yeah. The Beatles released, like, what, 12 albums in 10 years. Like, they were releasing almost two albums a year. (laughs) And that's a weird comparison to hear. But would you say there's more... The technology, just, like, everything around creating an album... It's so different than the 60s. It is different. I feel like with, like, the resources and technology we have today, like, artists can, like, create worlds around their music. Like, their albums are not just albums, they're eras now. And, like, the Beatles probably started stuff like that, bringing eras into their music, but, like, artists do that to this day. Like, everyone's, like, the fine line era is over. And, like, it's, maybe it's a subtle difference, but it is different now, you know? Like, the sound is completely different. His style is completely different. Like, he's dressing differently. His stage setup is different. And everything. So, okay. We were talking about uh, tickets earlier to the show. You're mm-hmm. waiting in line. Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen Harry Styles perform? I've seen Harry live. Styles perform twice live. I saw him on... Yeah. I saw him when he toured his debut album. And then when he toured Fine Line. But I saw that in 2021. Rather than 2020. What was your impression of him live? Um, he's so... He definitely is someone with a big personality. Yeah. Just the way he interacts with, like... But he was so much more open. Like, he was so much more interacting with everyone around him. And it was really cool. Like, he was just talking to everyone. Like, he would, like... And I'm sure this has been all over the place, but, like, him going on tour and, like, you see all these people are dressed to the nines. Like, it's a fashion show, but there's also people... I said, when you and Kelly went to the show, yeah. I was like, wow, this is, like, a, it's a, fashion, like a event. fashion event. Yeah. People are bringing their best out. I, like, dressed up. And there's other people who were, like... I felt like I casually dressed up, but there were people, like, dressed up, dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a whole outfit plan. But then there's also people, like, going and wearing, like banana costumes or like I saw a lot of people who were like went with like a friend and they were both as ghosts so they were two ghosts like I saw saw a lot of that going around but there was just you know there's such a world around Harry Styles that like and then he's singing to everyone he sees that's dressed up like he saw a girl in a banana costume and he was saying to her he's certainly growing into himself I -hmm. I saw him uh his debut tour. Yeah. This is 2017, June, June like 30th, I think the day was. Yeah. And uh, at the United Center, my girlfriend at the time didn't want to go with me, so I'm like, well, I'm still going gonna go. Alone. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> alone. So I remember talking to this like this teenage girl next to me about One Direction, and just like we were going like in deep about yeah. One Direction. And exactly. Now he's here on his own, and. Uh, but it instantly felt different. Yeah. You know, like he instantly felt like a brand new Harry Styles. Like, like he's different than One Direction. Like he's now his own thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, I don't know. It felt like a filter came off of him in a way. Like he could talk more openly. Like there was just like so many jokes of him. Like he was instantly an adult. You know, this wasn't for kids anymore, you know? Yeah. Instantly. He just was completely different on his own and like the style was completely different than One Direction like but so subtly where it felt more like maybe a little bit more rock and roll than like boy band rock and roll it feels more uh what I was thinking about with the album it's like it's artistic what he created 
but it's also pop. It's like this art pop where yeah. a lot of pop, it sounds very formula driven, very mm-hmm. generic, but you can tell like he's an artist, yeah. first of all. Absolutely. That's what's really cool about it. Mm-hmm. And like, there are definitely songs on this album that I feel like they're meant to be the single, you know? Like, as it was, was meant to be a single. I think Late Night Talking is absolutely meant to be the next, like, single from the album. Okay. But it's like, because they kind of fit that pop formula in a way. But those are the only two that come to mind that I can think of that can fit that pop formula. The rest are whatever he wants them to be. So let's let's talk about some of these songs. Mm-hmm. Some, of the, some, of these, uh, some of these titles, some songs, yeah. recordings. What, what are your three favorite songs? I think Keep Driving is my favorite favorite. I think Keep Driving is very poetic. And um, Keep Driving is very poetic in the sense that you can feel that this song is written about... It's written about the way life was during the pandemic, but in such a simple, poetic way. Like, he says, like, tea with cyborgs, riot America. Like, he's talking about the summer of 2020, of, like, having Zoom conversations with your best friends instead of in person and it's but it's poetic and it's sad almost but it's intimate in a way of just like there's all these problems going on but should we just keep driving are we just going on like nothing's wrong we're not too bothered by how the engine sounds that's an astute observation thank you (laughs) thank you okay second favorite um i matilda probably i don't think i've gotten through a listen of matilda without tearing up a little I'm glad you brought up that song because, like, very another question I have on there is like, what do you think is the deepest, most like personally written song? Mm-hmm. And that's immediately the song I was thinking about. Yeah. It's like it's very. Tilda's very intimate, but it it feels yeah. intimate for him and for the fans because in a way it's yeah. like he's also talking to us. Because in, like, the bridge, yeah. he's just, like, you're just in time. Come on in, basically. Like, he's welcoming yeah. us into his home in a way. Describe describe what Matilda's about. Um, well, Harry Styles said in an interview that Matilda's kind of written, like, he thought about the book character Matilda, who didn't have, like, the greatest upbringing, and thought about what she would be like as an adult and how she might feel, like, very alone and lost in a way. So he kind of thought about, like, what would he say to her to comfort her in a way. But... That feel the like message is so it strikes such a nerve that I think it made it's made everyone who's listened to it very emotional. When I was at the yeah. pop up, that song played. Everyone there was not a dry eye in that pop up when that song was playing. Even like when I hear it, I'm like, whoa. It's so sad. It's so sad. And to me, it, it like the way I kind of listen to it is he's talking about like a kind of a specific girl or mm-hmm. woman who didn't, who had like a, a rough upbringing or things happened mm-hmm. that were extremely uncomfortable, but you have no sense of like, is that normal? Is it not? Yeah. But then he's saying like, that's not. It's and not normal. You should, you should be okay to like mm-hmm. move on from that and put that behind you yeah. in a way. I think it like brings up an interesting discussion of like Matilda specifically, like just the character. It's like, her family never made her a priority. And like maybe growing up as an adult, if you were never put first as a priority, then you don't know how to put yourself first as a priority. You don't know what you want. And that's 
that's a really hard thing to grow up with because then you are always putting people first. But he's looking at someone and going, no, you deserve the same exact kind of love that everyone else does. And you deserve to put yourself first. And so do other people deserve to put you first. Yeah, and listening to it, it like helps you like empathize even more with like the character and like mm -hmm. you can think of people out in the world it's like recognize that like this is an experience that people have mm -hmm. and just be open and yeah. be able but to listen to it's it. an experience in a way everyone's had just in a very different way maybe not in the same way of like your family wasn't there for you but like in other ways like someone else wasn't there for you yeah. or just you know something fell through you know yeah and just how you get over that in a way. Yeah, it's very. It's, very, very it's a very song. personal, yeah. touching song, and it's a beautiful song. Like yeah. the guitar in that song is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Okay, third favorite song. That's a really tough one. So I thought about this for a while, okay. and I feel like those are definitely my top two. But I also, since it's come out, I've had a different favorite almost every day. Like, Keep Driving is always something I've been okay. playing on repeat, but like the third favorite of like another song I'm playing on repeat has changed. I've gone through like loving Daylight the most, to loving Grape Juice the most, to loving Little Freak the most. So, it depends on the day. They each kinda, the album's still so fresh that I haven't like, I'm still learning it, you know? That's true. Like yesterday, all of a sudden, I was listening to uh, Love of My Life more, yeah. and I'm like, whoa. I know. I think it's my second favorite out there. This is that's a very intimate song. It's an incredibly yeah. vulnerable song. It's vulnerable, but it's also like the way it sounds. It's <laughs> so like kind of mysterious and it feels like the closing of a like, record in a way. It does. I think it the song, especially in the ending, like those final notes, parallel fine line very well. Yeah. It parallels fine line, but you feel the growth of it, you know? Yeah. My favorite, though, is Daydreaming. Daydreaming is a great I song. <laughs> the first time I heard that, I'm like, what? What? what is this? I, I, I like this a lot. Daydreaming feels like a musical number. Yeah. It feels like a big musical number. There's a lot going on. Yeah. But it's a, a song that, like... And that's a song I feel like I could instantly see him performing live. I can oh, yeah. see... Because, like, the way he sets up his stage is, like, the band is, like, here in the middle now. And, like, the band's here in the middle, and there's, like, a microphone stand here, but then there's two sides, so he can go from here to here. Okay. And the band's in the center. And I could just see him running around and, like, dancing in, like, his little way that he does. Yeah, and just, like, just the doing a lot of like this. this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it in my head perfectly. I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, yeah. I heard that at One Night Only, because he did, like, a One Night Only in New York and London for this album. Okay. I heard that he paired that song, like he took the riff, he made that song a little longer and okay. paired it to make it go right away into What Makes You Beautiful. Oh, the nice. One Direction debut. And I was like, that shocked me. He's played at the Jingle Bell Ball back <laughs> in like 2019 or 2018. No, 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, when he's playing all these songs off Fine Line, he also snuck in like what is... What makes you beautiful? Uh, what makes you beautiful. Yeah. He sang What Makes You Beautiful at Co Coachella. Yeah. At Coachella yeah. with Lizzo. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's cool too. Like now he's he's stacking up quite a catalog mm -hmm. for himself. He is. But that song, it, I think it's very interesting that that's the One Direction song he picks. 
That was their first ever That's single. First, it makes sense though. It's like it's, it's what propelled him to where he is now. It is, yeah. But there's also so much. There's so many singles, you know. Okay. So we've been talking some of our our favorite songs. Yeah. Was there anything on the album that surprised you? Um, I think what surprised me. Yeah, I think what surprised me is just like how subtly different it all feels like it's always like one step different where it feels more like a big band not band than just like a rock band or a pop star band you know it just what do you mean like bringing in almost every song has a huge horn section and i think that shocked me i was just like huh that was like a big decision for him and like how you know to bring all those people on to sing, be with him live especially like that's huge and I'm always curious who the songs are about, so I mean, that was a good yeah. amount of my time, so. You like, it seems like you really love diving into the meaning behind Harry Styles songs. Yeah. It's like me, I don't, this is, something about me is that I don't like watching music videos. You don't, I love watching music videos. Because I just want my interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. This, this is kind of really what put me over on it was, there's this Tame Impala song called uh, Let It Happen. Oh, yeah. And so I thought it was just like upbeat and just like motivational. And I was so excited. Tame Impala music videos are kind of wild. But then when I watched the music video, it's like <laughs> this middle-aged man who was like dying. And I was just like, what? That's deep. That's, That's so hurtful. That's not the interpretation I want. That's so hurtful. I know. But... So I like to just have my, my yeah. own interpretations of it. Yeah, but I think... Like, music is so great because everyone can interpret something in their own way. Yeah. But, like, your interpretation can mean something so different to the person who wrote it. And that's, like, that's so, that's kind of a beautiful in a way. Like, you yeah, can it's just. it's very poetic. It's very yeah. poetic. But, yeah, something else that um, I, like, really surprised me is that, like, Harry Styles, like, does create a lot of poetic imagery with his music. Yeah. And, like, even compares it with some of his favorite poets. Like, In Watermelon Sugar is one of Richard Brautigan's most famous poems. Hmm. Who, are, who are Harry's biggest influences, creatively? Um, creatively? Probably Paul McCartney. And, like, probably definitely Paul McCartney, Peter Gabriel. Because Peter Gabriel has a very big visual aspect to his music as well. And I think Harry Styles does, too. And I definitely think he takes a lot of inspiration from Elton John and Stevie Wonder as well. Probably certainly the showmanship of Elton John. Absolutely. Now, when he was, like, stepping out solo, mm -hmm. I would hear the name David Bowie quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Like, of yeah. uh, One Direction, he's going in, like, a, a Bowie, Bowie artistic, kind of androgynous mm -hmm. direction. But I hear that less and less now. Yeah, I think... Definitely, like, the Peter Gabriel route more. Yeah, I think... Maybe in sound, definitely, like, the Peter Gabriel thing. But I think when it comes to, like, I think the whole androgyny thing, I think just his fan base has just come to accept it. That it's almost is just like, yeah, that's just who he is. And it doesn't feel like yeah. an image. It just is who well, he I is. Really, the Bowie thing comes about where, like, like, Harry Styles, he has the background of One Direction and boy bands, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you know, it's big mass pop culture. But Bowie was an artist 
and you'd always be constantly striving to get better and just like be changing and just improving and Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's always exploring curiosity and directions as a creator and artist. Yeah. I think all artists have to do that in their own way. They all need to find their ways of like, I can be better. Yeah. And I can constantly reinvent myself in a way. Yeah. You know, that's how, and like, I'm sure the, the music industry has always been framed to make you feel like you have to do that. So people think you're interesting. I don't know, like... What you find is the people that do stick around in the industry, and he's talked about how, like, man, if you're not, like, giving all in to the industry, as soon as you're not hot, you're, like, out. Exactly. And so a lot of artists, you can tell when you hear it, it's like, oh, this is kind of like a fad. It's only going to be around for a little bit. But mm-hmm. the true artists are always evolving. Yeah. And sonically. And but are they evolving because of what the new fad is? To stay Are they creating the new fad? I don't In know. a way. I mean, that's a, exactly. Is that what they're thinking? You have to have a lot of power to create trends. Absolutely. Yeah. But like Harry Styles can definitely, is definitely a trendsetter. So let's talk a little bit more personally about... Harry's say personality mm-hmm. when when we think of superstars in culture pop culture certainly 20th century mm-hmm. it's like if you're this big superstar you're living like a particular lifestyle where it seems like he's saying no like actually you can just do it however you want okay. and that like living a like balanced fulfilled life Mm -hmm. and the relationships that you build with people and spending time to develop yourself as a human being is the most important important. yeah yeah i think that (laughs) that's a why that's like a totally new concept it is a new i think it's a new concept brought on by the pandemic is that you know like we can work and do whatever people think we should do but like the world is so fragile that like maybe you just do need to put 100% into yourself and your own mental well-being and like your relationship with yourself and with others because that's what really matters at the end of the day not like how much money you're making not that Harry Styles isn't making unlimited amounts of money but <laughs> still I think it, the Harry Styles think, market and supply and demand oh my god the oh economics my. of Harry Styles it's ridiculous it's ridiculous <laughs> but it's Would you say it's refreshing to see that and to like... To see like someone who... Who's on top of the world. But doesn't act like a famous person in a way. Yeah. It is refreshing. I think it like... I think it just shows how down to earth he is because like... I think you have to like be more down to earth and be more vulnerable to really put out good art. And I think like taking off that facade like the famous person facade to be so open and emotional with people is how he writes and it just it's how people connect to because then it's also like then you think about it of like do I know this man at all because this is the Harry Styles I see on stage who's like happy go lucky like singing about fruit guy but then you hear these deep songs like Matilda or Little Freak or Satellite or something and they're so they're heartbreakingly personal and it's just like 
Wow. This is like, this man goes through day-to-day -day emotions. He's also just still a human being. Yeah, it's like, it's like he's taking down what they say, like, the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. And he's like... Yeah. Saying, he's communicating to you, like, I'm a human being as well. Mm -hmm. I've experienced these things, or yeah. like, I feel I've the also, pain that you yeah. may be experiencing. Yeah. I've, ex like, he's experienced heartbreak, and like, and like, as someone who's followed him for a while, like, I know his upbringing, like, he was kind of raised by like a single parent and surrounded by like his mom and his older sister. And like, those are like, you can tell those are such big pillars for him that like his family relationships are so important to him. Yeah. And I think they keep him really grounded to that level, especially because he grew up, like, probably living a bit of a hard life. So what is his relationship with his father like? Um, I mean, I don't really know a whole lot about his father. It's, not, it's really something that comes up a lot in interviews. I know he says, like, you're, like there's a line in, as it was about, like, your father's calling. He just wants to know that you're well, but it seems like... It just seems like he's always had like that more closer relationship with his mother. It's like yeah, I definitely. feel like that line is the first time I ever like really recognized that he like had a father, in a way. Yeah, he, he, he was like, yeah, you know, as it was came out, and you know, you're seeing everybody dance and everything. And, and it's like one of the most heartbreaking experiences of my life, and people are dancing to it. <laughs> yeah. And like just hearing that, like, that, doesn't that break your heart a little? Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. So, what do you expect on this upcoming tour? How is it going to be different with the new album out than prior tours? I think there might be like, I think there's something big about seeing Harry Styles, like this form of connection you feel with everyone around you, like, like in a way, like everyone you're around in like the room of a Harry Styles concert. You're all there because you love one thing. And Harry Styles is just someone who projects love and connection and, ex and exception, like, acceptedness for everyone. And I think it's just such a, it's such a carefree and safe environment, you know? And I think that's something that'll just continue in a way that might feel more emotional because these songs are much more intimate. And it's creating this, like, whole atmosphere of like you're at home you are safe at your home you are safe here with me and I think that whole safety and like intimateness you might feel with him in concert is just gonna like continue and ex expand so now you use the word home mm -hmm. so do you think that's kind of the theme behind the album like Harry's Absolutely. house is like hey you're all this is my house this like you're welcome here in Absolutely. a way Absolutely. I think there's a big theme about relationships in the album, but like, I think like the Harry's house and like feeling like you're at home really comes from like the last couple years. Like you had to build your relationships and like the rest of your world from your home. And like now stepping out of that might feel really unsafe to a lot of people. It's like probably really scary. So I think he's just trying to put out this like atmosphere of like, you are all still safe. This is our house. This is our home together and it's like yeah. the world around Harry Styles is something we built like a house that we built wow so there was a, a Harry Styles pop-up you went to recently I tell, did. tell me about that um it was like a surreal experience because so I went to the one in Chicago I went on Saturday 
and it rained all day. And but we, the one on Saturday opened at 10 a.m. and it was closing at like I believe 6 or 7 p.m. So me and my friend Kelly, we got there at about 10:30, and we so if you know the Chicago River at all, it was kind of like on Michigan Avenue, okay. right around like where that Walgreens is. There's like five Walgreens. I know, <laughs> but like. It's by like a Walgreens and like kind of by the NBC building in downtown Chicago okay. on Michigan. Like right across the street was the NBC building. So it was right there. And then you go down to the river and there's like like a good amount of line before you get to steps. And then you're going down steps. And then you do this loop around and then you go down this way and then there's more steps and then you're actually walking, like wrapping around like the actual like on the river view. So I got there 30 minutes after it opened, and the line was already wrapping around and down to down around the river. So I believe Kelly and I waited in line for about four hours before we got inside. In the rain. In the rain. In the rain. But it was, like, really cool because, again, you're just around so many other people who just love this man that none of us know so much. (laughs) Like we all. Oh, well, you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's true. We all love him so much that none of us cared that we had to wait. Like, we yeah. were all kind of prepared to wait in line forever. Like, everyone came prepared with like different coat layers just in case. Like, a bunch of umbrellas. I saw some people who had three different umbrellas because it was all- it's windy. So they were just like, yeah. "What if one breaks?" Like, and then they brought snacks and drinks and like, so everyone came prepared to camp. Like, we all knew it was wow. gonna be that way. And then like. All of us are just there, like, talking to the people around us and just meeting new people. Like, we're all just creating new friendships, just waiting in this line. Really? Yeah. There's just, like, such a form of connection. Like, I feel like Harry has such a big fan base, but it's such a similar fan base. Like, I feel like I could be friends with anyone who likes Harry Styles because we all have just such a... There's a basic layer of, like, who that person is. Like, that person is, like very caring, very emotional. That person is very accepting of all types of people. Cause that's all the things that Harry very much stands for at his shows. You know, he's walking, he's running around with like Black Lives Matter flags and like LGBT flags, you know? He's creating a safe environment for everyone. You know? And it's just like yeah. talking to anyone who's a Harry Styles fan, like you know that like we all feel that way too, so. You already know you kind of have like similar values and a similar interest. So you could even scale that, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. and say that about music as a whole. Yeah. That the people who listen to the same music as us, it's almost like like music is this way to like feel and like experience the world. And if people are also like super into this, this type of music yeah. or this specific it like brings you closer together without absolutely with like very little knowledge about each other you know yeah. i was talking to like the same group of girls for four hours for four hours and i feel like yeah. i didn't even ask them their names until two hours in <laughs> so how how old are they probably around my age i think okay. so about 23 ish yeah but there were also people of all ages in this line. Like, I definitely saw, like, teenagers with their mothers yeah. in line. Like, I think a girl in front of us looked like she was maybe 14 years old with her mom. And then another person in front of us, like, and then there was a couple of, like, older people in yeah. line, like, who were probably in their 60s. I was looking desperately for a kid around them, and I didn't see one. They were just there. 
dice. And I love that so much. Nice. So what would you say your all-time favorite hairstyle songs are? That's really hard. That's a tough question. That's now. a really tough question. <laughs> um, I definitely have a couple favorites from each album. Like, I think from debut... From debut, I really like Woman. I think okay. Woman's a very good... I think Woman's a bit of an underrated song, but it's a okay. beautiful song. And Ever Since New York, I like a lot. Yeah. Ever Since New York is a really good song. Yeah, it's a great one. It's a great Every song. Every time now I go to New York on the plane... You're listening to When that. I'm like... When we're flying across like Manhattan and you see the buildings... It's a perfect I song. I play that play. song yep. and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, such a good vibe. It's such a good vibe. But it's so... Both those songs are so emotionally vulnerable if you like really like think about it. Mm-hmm. And but I think he's so good about being emotionally vulnerable but making it fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think from Fine Line, my favorites are probably She and Yeah, you really like that. One. I yeah. love that song and Sunflower Volume 6, which are two very different songs. But Sunflower is like my fun favorite song and She takes on such she is so up for interpretation. That, like, yeah, it really is. I don't know what it's about. I know what I felt when I f- listened to it. I know how I feel about it and like how I would feel, like how I feel it like might pertain to me, but it, that could be different for everyone. Yeah. For mine, Meet Me in the Hallway. Meet Me in the Hallway is I so love, good. I love that. That one. is a good song. Sign of the Times, I think, goes without saying. Absolutely. That's an uh, emotional song. I remember when I... It makes you cry in a cool way. This was like 2017 and Sign the Times. It was just like the single that had come out. Mm-hmm. But I was... I traveled outside the country for the first time in Spain. Oh, wow. So I went to Europe and that was on my like playlist. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you listen to Sign the Times, it was like, that was the first time I was out of the country. And yeah. just like, it has this, uh, just like this existential kind of feel to it yeah it's, it's pretty wonderful um, I mean I like what I love what I really appreciate with Harry Styles for fine line mm-hmm. is how he just lined up all the bangers right yep. at the beginning yeah so when I have it on vinyl it just goes straight through yeah you got four awesome songs you got golden, golden. Uh, let's see watermelon sugar watermelon sugar adore you and then uh, I believe Lights, Lights Up is after Lights that, yeah. Up, yeah. Lights Up is an amazing song. Lights so it Up goes through all of those, and then... Lights Up feels like the... Like, I'm the main character at a coming-of-age song. Yeah! That's how, like, every time Lights Up starts, I'm like, yes. Step like, I'm... The like, even just the build-up and the music, it's just like, yes. Like, I feel good instantly that I hear it. But also something about it feels like... Like, to compare it to, like, I feel like Lights Up would be the song that would hit me for, like... If I was for the first time traveling outside of the country, I feel like Lights Up would be that song for me. So I was listening to these singles when these ones were coming out. Lights Up was the first one that was released. I was working on my art book, Primary Ponderings. Mm -hmm. And so what I would do is just like put Lights Up and then eventually Adore You came out. I would just have those on repeat one. Oh, yeah. Adore You came out on my 21st birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Felt like a present. I would just like make art on Saturday night mm-hmm. just by myself, just listening to Harry Styles. And it's, it was just like so much fun. Exactly. It is so much fun. Yeah. I think it's, I like that you said that because I think that really 
from being on Harry Styles TikTok, I've heard so many other Harry Styles fans who are like my age of all different genders, all different like ethnicities all over the world who have said such similar things of like, I'm just yeah. at home making art to Harry Styles. Yeah. And like, exactly, like it just ties everyone in no matter who you are. Yeah. Well, on that note, what are you excited for most regarding Harry Styles within the next year? I'm excited to see what this era really brings in because the Fine Line era was pretty long and I feel like the Fine Line era really brought out this... I feel like the Fine Line era really kind of hammered in that androgynous image to the point where like okay. other people were seeing it. Like, like he was on the cover of Vogue in like a full ball gown and like I feel like other people were seeing that and it really hammered in that image for him okay and i think like now that that's in there i feel like just it, it's exciting to see him become more and more himself yeah every time because you can just feel more and more he gets more comfortable with himself and every time he's put something out he's like this is my favorite thing i've ever done and i think that's how anyone should act when they're making new art they're like no yeah. i love this this is my new favorite because it really shows that you're just growing as a human being he also has mentioned how, like, it feels that his, his fans, like, at shows, mm -hmm. they want him, he feels like they want him to just make music that he wants to make. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that, that's, like, so beautiful, because I've heard, like, other artists who definitely go through periods of not feeling like that. I feel like Taylor Swift went through a period where she definitely was like, I'm trying to make what they like, not what I want. And that was a hump she had to get over. And like her music is still great, but that was definitely a hump she had to get over. And I feel like that Harry feels the opposite. And on his third album, especially, and like it's his third solo album, but like he was been with One Direction for like 10 years before that. So yeah. to feel that way and just like they want me to be myself, especially coming out of being in a boy band, yeah. that must be really reassuring and make him feel really safe and good about himself. Yeah. Which is how he should feel about making art, you know? Harry Styles, the artist. The artist. Uh, well, Hope, thank you so much for coming on the pod today yes. and talking thank you. Harry Styles. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for listening and watching. This has been uh, another episode of Rich Conversations. Thanks for listening to Rich Conversations. Again, you can follow Hope on Instagram at Hope underscore Koala. Take some time to listen to the new Harry Styles album, Harry's House, and uh, just enjoy life. Remember, you're a human being. Find balance and really think about the relationships you have with other people and just, you know, live a life with kindness and gratitude. Have a fantastic day.